This is the Endless Ranters Podcast. 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 It on. This is Jane. This is Chris. Welcome to episode 51 of the Endless Rainers podcast. We're back again, and I was going to say possibly live, but we're not live. But you're probably you'll be able to see this as it's been recorded. Um, you heard Jane there. You didn't hear Jaden because he's frozen to death. He's uh, in Austin, Texas, where I'm in Texas too, but lucky uh, not to be frozen. He is uh, his powers out. We assume he's alive. I'm yep. sure. Assuming he's alive, probably with he has chlamydia. Two, he has some. He has some dogs that he can use for warmth. Yeah, and a bottle of Jack, so, from what he, I recall. He, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's don't worry, fine. guys. He's a survivor. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, it's crazy here in Texas right now. Um, he's south of me by three or four hours in Austin. I'm in North Texas, north of Dallas, and it's snowed some. I mean, it's not a huge amount of snow, but it's been so cold for like a week straight that. Everybody's power is out. I mean, everybody's seeing the news stories. It's, uh, I don't know. Most people have been fairly lucky, I think. But I've heard a lot of uh, a lot of horror stories from people. <laughs> Some coworkers where pipes burst, upstairs pipes burst, flood down into their first floor of their house. And um, yeah, it's, wow. it's a disaster. Yeah. JV so, as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I don't know like what you can do about I don't know, that. Manny. Who are we to talk here in... Southern California. No, I just mean on behalf of like, you know, Mother Nature is like, here you go. <laughs> fuck your house and fuck everything know. inside of it. It's it's weird here. We're in North Texas, my area. It's just a lot of it's a lot of new neighborhoods. A lot of you know, I mean, there's like people in really big houses, you know. Um, well, the problem is they didn't build them for this kind of. Yeah, but it's um, climate. even. I'm always amazed by people's reactions to things when things have. Definitely happened before. Like we, uh, I've lived in Texas for 15 plus years now, probably longer, but um, about less than 10 years ago, we had a crazy ice storm just like this. Ooh, like everything was coated in worse. ice. Yeah. I and mean, it was really cold. And I was like, I don't remember, you know what? That was 10 years ago, like 10 years earlier in the, the life of social media where everybody is on there and just kind of complaining and making their proclamations all the time. So um. I don't remember it being that big of a deal 10 years ago. And also like my point is that it does snow here. It gets icy. It gets really cold here in North Texas. So I don't understand why it's such a surprise. I think it's just a shock to a lot of people that are used to, uh, they have a home that's less than two years old. It costs a lot of money. They've got the houses networked. (laughs) They've got food being delivered by Uber. And then like all of a sudden they got no power. And it's like kind of shocking because you're like, oh, I thought I, I felt like I thought I had everything in this life covered. Yeah. And, like, uh, and none of this stuff's life. working. Like none of my Nest, my ring doorbell, my Nest thermostats are not working. <laughs> you know, it's like none of that matters. You're you're pretty much the same as everybody else now. And it's been kind of shocking. But I don't know. To me, it's God like, got Texas. Yeah. It's like people complain it's like well, you know like there's all these stores around us that sell generators all the time like year round you can get a generator for two three hundred bucks that can power your house for a little while and you know kind of get you through these emergencies but 
You said know. you're on a you're on a hospital grid, so you're good to go. I must be. I must. I think actually, there's like a water treatment plant, like maybe half a mile from me. Maybe that's it because I never lost power. I lost water pressure, um, but I think that's just from people being told to fill up their bathtubs and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> or I don't know what happens if everybody in the neighborhood has got their faucets on drip or is filling up their bathtubs at the same time. I do have a coworker that's flushing their toilet by uh, melted snow because oh. they, they hadn't filled up their tubs and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden you have no, you have a pipe burst. You have to shut your main water line off to, to stop like the <laughs> like your house from flooding. And now you have no water. There's no plumbers available right now. I mean, they're just, they're busy of course. And then um, you're just kind of up shit's Creek for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it's just shocking to people and, uh, <laughs> yeah, that normally are living pretty comfortable lives. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Like people moved to Texas for, you know, a mild winter or at least that's like the migration. So you get this and you're like, Bleh. yeah, so. well, it's like North Texas is, uh, like I'm closer to Oklahoma than I am to Austin. Really. Right. You know, or right. probably about the same distance from Fort Worth myself to Oklahoma. So we're kind of in more like Midwest weather. Um, and then you yeah. have somebody lived in Chicago for eight years. Well, you know, not like that, but you know, we I'm get like to defer. <laughs> not like that, but we don't get the we get a pretty good variety and it gets pretty cold in the winter and it's hot as hell in the summer. So yeah. I lived in oh. Florida where there were mild winters. So your winter in Florida was like, oh, it's just spring. Yeah, but then you it's get just the spring ex- for six months. <laughs> right. But you get extreme summers. Manny, have Pretty you ever hot, lived? Yeah. Have you ever seen snow, Manny? Of course I have. Okay. What do you mean? Of course. You've lived here your whole life. How He's talking about alive? cocaine. He thinks you're talking about cocaine. <laughs> I mean, that, I've seen that. Frozen snow precipitation. Well. No, a few years ago, a buddy of mine was like, hey, let's go out to Big Bear. Uh, and that was, was your first time. And you're well, no, your first time. And you said, no, 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 no. That was the first time I remember like being surrounded by uh, a larger amount of snow. My dad took me once uh, as a child up to, I forget where the fuck. And he's like, here you go. Have some snow. And my cousin being the, have some snow. Yeah. And my cousin being the fucking, uh, uh, ruthless asshole that she was as a child. I didn't know that she was packing a, a really moderately hard snowball behind me. And she's like, Hey, M I turn around face full of snow i'm just like that's i didn't expect it to play out like this you don't think water would hurt that much no i i was not i was surprised yeah well it depends if you're in like just powdery snow it's not that bad but if it's wet snow that just sticks together yeah you can pack a punch my son hit me in the face with a snowball like a chunk of uh ice a couple days ago Uh, he threw it at me thinking that i think he thought he was gonna hit me in the chest Right. Or probably miss because he was thinking my aim's not that good. I'll probably miss, but it's worth a shot. And he hit me square in the face. You should be proud of your boy. I was a little bit. If it, if it I was hurt, pissed, I didn't want to, I didn't want to show him that it hurt, how bad it hurt. But that means your father's not weak, son. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like insanely livid, but didn't want him to know that he hurt me. So, cause that's just part of the life lessons is uh, that you teach a son is. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Hide pain, hide your feelings. (laughs) It's important stuff. Anyway. uh, Anyway, I'm sorry. I got off way off track there. So Jaden's frozen, but you've heard him already. He's kind of filling in mole man, producer Manny say something to your fans, buddy. 
Hello, everybody. I'm back from sciatic pain, hell, and I had I just got over some food poisoning yesterday, so it was an interesting week. All right, Manny, Manny, nice. what did you eat and where? I need to know. <laughs> I live in your area. <laughs> Don't worry. It was a pork rind from some unknown supermarket that just happened to be oh. left over at the house. I was really fucking stoned uh, Tuesday. I was going to say, you got to hold off the bong before you make your food choices. No. Okay. So pork rind the, seems safe to me. Like, I don't no, understand what happened. Well, here. a packaged pork rind, you know, like a, a known uh, company in a, like a, a chips bag. Like right. That would, I would, that's how we were talking about though. Like yeah. day one. It was really from like, was it just out for a while? No, it was in the black in the it was in the bag from the supermarket. I forget. I don't know which one they it was purchased at. The uh was just rummaging through the kitchen and I was just like, is there anything to munch on? I was like, we got some pork rinds over here. I was like, sweet. Ate How that. did you figure this out though? Like what? so you must have eaten something else. Yeah, what the fuck did I eat before that? Uh is the pork rind just what you ate, but no one else around you that day ate? Is that why you think it was the pork rind? Yeah. I've had some bad, uh, besides this, back around a little bit after or around Thanksgiving, I had two slices of pizza, and one of them was, um, you guys are familiar with the Manhattan? It's basically just like a meat lover's pizza. I'm familiar with the meat lover's pizza, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, know a man, I, know a man, I know a Manhattan drink, but pizza. Uh, I mean, a Manhattan drink pizza, that sounds so bizarre. But no, it was just like a, a slice of pizza that was fully loaded with like bacon, ham, pepperoni, uh, Italian sausage and some other stuff that night I just started to feel it and the same thing happened the other night when after I was done eating the pork rind maybe like after I went to bed a few hours into my into my slumber wake up to use the bathroom and I feel this sensation this gurgling in my gut I was, I was very reminiscent of what I had felt the previous time back in my head I'm just like fuck don't let it be that are you sure it wasn't just like oh overload of of meat like i remember once i went to wrigley field and i got a burger right like I, I ate a burger and i had like one or two beers and that night like i had to puke and i was like i know it's not the alcohol because they only had two beers max like it was definitely like something about the meat that just didn't sit right exactly and i think so, that's what it was too with the pork rind it just happened to be whatever grease that uh or were you fine after you puked uh so i get to work i puke about three times at work and i just tell my supervisors like yo i gotta bounce i can't be here like this like i'm not gonna be productive at all for you people yeah like, all right uh. and so i go back home i puke some more i say i say from about 10 to 6 i was passing out waking up going to vomit and then around 6 30 is finally when i was just like okay i think i'm done so you got like out the, of your system yeah for the yeah. most part are you good at throwing up I'm getting better at it. Okay. Yeah. I don't like you, the sensation. You know what I'm talking about though, right? Like when I was younger, I would just do anything and everything to keep myself from throwing up. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. The natural instinct is to not throw up. But now I have to, I will like tell myself, Jane, you'll feel better if you throw up. And then I'll, I have to like consciously force myself knowing how much better I'll feel, but it's not the natural instinct. I've grown to like, be like, let's just, let's go. Let's get it out. I learned yeah. from my, my son is a, he's always, he'll like, I was so proud. He played, he had a football practice once where he wasn't feeling good, probably should have pulled him out, but he started playing and then he started feeling sick and he was like, 
I feel like I'm going to get sick. So he went off to the side and he threw up. And then he started playing again. <laughs> oh, Ace would be proud. Like, I know. I was boot, like, the yes, boot rally. <laughs> yeah, but he'll do that. He'll be doing something and feel sick and just go hurl like, and then just come right back, like just recover instantly. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's that Korean grit right there. Ooh. Well, yeah. Well, he, I guess he had it more than me <laughs> when I was that age. Cause I was like this, I don't want this happening, but he's You're, more like, he only if has I half do the Korean fast, you do. I know. But I think he's just like, if I do this fast, I can be back, you know, playing Fortnite or doing whatever I was doing. <laughs> get it over you, with. You can play Fortnite. That sounds like pretty doable. He's yeah. Yeah. Like well, just, you know, kids when they like when they're doing something they love to do, like it's hard to stop them. Like things can be things can be very uncomfortable, but if right, they're doing there's a exactly, motivation yeah, factor, they want to just keep doing whatever they're doing. So exactly. So. All right. Well, so Manny, sciatic nerve pain. Sorry, man. Yeah. I'm getting old. I don't know. It's just I couldn't get out of. <laughs> What's Manny. up with the yoga? I thought you were doing yoga. Oh, yoga by Quana. Dude, well, I stopped for a while just because I didn't end up having enough room at my spot to do yoga. And recently, actually, the day that we had the, well, the day that Jane had her housewarming party, I showed up late because I had ordered a new bed that folds up. It's a twin size, so I could have a lot more space to do shit at the house. And I was late again because it, was just, it showed up. I was like, fuck, I, I, I feel weird leaving things unattended or undone. So I was just like, let me put this shit together real quick bounce the jeans and uh i started doing yoga more uh ever since last like when we recorded last week's episode i you know i was all jovial and shit but inside i was just like please make this pain stop and go away oh i'm yeah, sorry <laughs> yoga works i need to do that get back on that myself it, Manny, it, oh, you ever, it works do you it ever absolutely get a massage? does Manny. i there's a guy that's like two blocks away from here i don't know if he's still active he's like this old school cat chiropractor he has a he has a his porch set up where he has like a, a pull down shade you go there massages you like in outdoors but nobody can see you okay. and it's really relaxing and he does a great job and it's no, only no, no, twenty dollars no. manny no 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 you don't what? want relaxing you need it to be painful well okay i mean it's he relaxing need... because he he helps you know ease the stress of whatever the fuck is like causing you pain it's gonna hurt but afterwards you're just like okay wow i feel a yes. lot better than i was i like okay. it to hurt a little bit too yeah 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 i, I like got it i got a two-hour massage last week and i turned into a new person like i <laughs> i thought you were gonna the most <laughs> i thought <laughs> you're gonna say you turned into a noodle what about at the end of the two hours, were you satisfied or were you like you were like you'd be at the end of a one hour massage where you're just like, what the, what the, what the hell? No, what? I think the two hours. So that you were done. The two hours was necessary. I think. Oh. Yeah. No, was it enough though? Where were you like, Oh, I wish this was this, that went by really no, fast. I no, wish no, it would no. go. It was, okay. it was like perfect. The, okay. I mean, I, I wrote, so I go to this like Thai place is maybe slightly sketchy it's it's ninety dollars for two hours cash okay. i tip very well because i i don't feel like that's yeah tipping on 90 is not enough yeah um, i don't know i don't agree I mean, the but guy like gets on top of like i request a dude because i need someone strong and i'm like to your hardest pressure i will let you know if i need you to let let up so i try to like sucker through but man it is not relaxing whatsoever but i feel amazing after and 
he like presses on my glutes and my hip. It like hits a nerve in a way that I'm like, you have to like breathe. Can you stand up and show us? No. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I like it to hurt a little bit, but it feels good. that It's an exhilarating pain. It's kind of like the cold water plunge that Adam does. It's like bondage. It's like this. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, it's just exactly like (laughs) S&M. Exactly. I don't know about that, but it's, it's the moment after it. It's the moment like when they're digging in and that hurts. And then as soon as they release, it feels a lot. I don't know. I feel like he was waiting for me to breathe through it. Like I would, you know, there's like when you step out into cold air too, like Chris, you know, this right now you clench, you're like this tendency to just like tighten all your muscles and go, yeah. But really, why do you have to do that? Like, just relax. Does it make it any worse to just relax? That is a weird reaction so, because it doesn't make you any warmer, does it, to clench? But no, do that. no. But that is the reaction. And yeah. it's the same thing when this when I'm getting my like hip nerve pressed into. It's like the same. I want to clench up, and then I have to consciously think, no, you need to just take a deep breath and like breathe into it and just just embrace the pain it doesn't make it worse i had a masseuse a female masseuse one time it was one of those like massage envy places whatever i had a gift card yeah and i thought i'd signed up for like yeah i signed up for like deep tissue or whatever then i get in there and i said yeah deep tissue like you know and she's like i don't do that so she just rubbed rubbed my skin for an hour she's lazy she's lazy so i take it that she didn't make your banana cry no, well, Chris, you got to find one of the sketchy, the sketchy Thai or Chinese places. There's so many of those around. They're everywhere, aren't they? That's aren't where they? you want to go. Every strip mall, every strip mall in America now has a sketchy massage parlor. Like if you don't, if best. you hadn't noticed yet, you need to notice now. Like every strip mall you <laughs> drive by has like a Domino's pizza, a vape shop now, mm. and also a, a sketchy parlor. Asian <laughs> massage parlor. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would go to one of those. I do do the chair massages if I go to the mall. I haven't been to the mall right. in a long time. But so I had one of those chair massages a few years ago and uh taking it back to Jane, it was the most uncomfortable and painful experience I've ever had as far as receiving a massage. This guy was just like, fuck this beaner, I'm gonna make yeah. his ass ah! suffer. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Those guys are massive racists. <laughs> digging Massive. both elbows into my fucking back and sides and shoulder <laughs> yeah, blades man. and this fuck dude manny i would argue that's a sign of love i mean i did make a good first impression on the guy so i made sure to tip decent when i, when it was I don't all know done. if there's I, I would like to know what kind of training those guys go through it could be extensive and it could be a 10 minute video they yeah. probably go and just do your then just do your thing and just like dig your elbow like just you know, bang your elbow into this guy. Like it could be 10 years or it could be 10 minute video. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Of Especially training. if you're going to the mall with your family, if you can like a first thing or like you go to like one store, but then really early you get into that. You like, I'm going to go to the massage chair. Cause that's, that would be what I always did at the mall. Really? You get, with your then, family? You get, you escape for like 30 minutes. Were you trying to escape to get a massage or to escape from your family? The slatter. Both. I mean, it's, <laughs> no, it's massage is great. But and you then go also, to the massage like, you're not wait, chasing wait, wait. kids at a mall for 30 minutes. Blah, blah, blah. Would you go by yourself? 
if you're stopping by yourself, would you just be like, oh, I'm going to go get a massage? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think my point was that it just, there's a bonus. There's a bonus at the mall. Yeah. At the mall, yeah, they have a, they have one of those with the like six Chinese dudes in their chairs outside of the Dick Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. So that's where we park and <laughs> go in. Hey man, those are good though. And it's, and it's pretty cheap. You know, it's like 20 bucks for 20 minutes or something. Yeah. Dollar a minute. That's pretty good. Although my place, $90 for two hours. So I mean, averages out to 45 an hour. So it's not bad. I don't see why you feel the need to tip heavily. If someone's making $60 an hour or if, you know, if it's costing you $60 an hour. Oh shit. Here comes Mr. Pink. uh, It's way under market (laughs) rate. I think. They advertise on their thing that it's a special that's really $110. So I, uh, I mean, the guy makes a good effort. Like he got literally on the table and like is pressed, you know, like maneuvering himself on the table with you. Like that takes some skill. Like I respect that skill. Mm -hmm. Okay. And two hours of like putting full string when I request like full pressure. Yeah. It's not $60 an hour. It's. Nine, it was not uh, two hours for 90 bucks, so yeah, okay, yes, it was two hours, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure what to tip them, but uh, hmm, don't really care, <laughs> get what they get. What they get. <laughs> uh, All right, I don't remember the last massage I had, but you know, maybe you're overdue for one, probably. But anyway, I need to do some yoga, do some yoga. So, All right. we, uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Out. Yeah. yeah. Glad you're Thank feeling you. better. And uh, yeah, we're just, this intro is taking a long time, but uh, also wanted to say shout out to Robbie, Robbie spotlight. You know who he is, Rob Castaneda. He's our, our hype man. He's out there spreading the word and um, he's due for a visit very soon, very soon. So you'll be to see Rap and him. Robbie. You'll be to see him reading his freestyle raps. Some say sooner than we think. Yeah, yeah maybe. Anyway, so uh, so tonight, what are we going to do tonight? We got a couple of things we're going to get into. Corolla, What's that? Our Corolla verse. Yeah, yeah. So first thing we want to cover is Corolla verse, and the number one thing in the Corolla verse this week was Adam Corolla three thousand episodes, Yay. number three thousand. I have to admit that this week I've been working from home, so I haven't listened yet. I listened to two twenty nine ninety nine, but I didn't listen to three thousand yet. So um, dude, slacker. Bro, it was pretty goddamn entertaining. Like yeah. that, the 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 whole vape thing. I lost my fucking shit uh, when he when that came up in uh, topic of discussion. Okay, that well, why? Came, what? What about the vaping? Because he was vaping talking about. <laughs> so basically, they were. He was asking Dawson, "Yo, you ever ba- vaped in one of those uh, airplane bathrooms?" And Jane, did he say yes or no? I can't remember. Oh, he had to have said yes. Oh, I might have been tuned out at this point, to be but, honest. Yeah, I was pretty stoned, this, too. But was I this think, related to the 3,000th? I mean, it was on the 3,000th. Yes, it was. Okay. And, uh, I, yeah, Dawson confirmed, and then they the whole thing just eventually devolved into a bit where Ace was like, okay, new idea for uh, pot vape so you don't get busted smoking in the airplane. Oh. Ascent. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like it, it. You exhale vape, uh, vape that uh, fucking vapor that smells like shit. Essentially, so when someone comes in after you, they're just like, Ugh. <laughs> instead of some fruity fucking concoction that a lot of these vapes end up having or using. I don't can't. I mean, I, um, 
Can't you just eat? Can't you just eat an edible? Man, uh, I'm tempted, That's but I mean, you can because of the way that they hit uh, their delayed effect. So if you time it right, oh. you can probably eat some before you go through the security checkpoint or some shit. And then that way you don't have to worry about them like rummaging through yourself. It's like, what is this contraband? And, you know, just be high as fuck when you're taking off or whatever. What if you put in if you, it's like edibles and you just threw them in a bag with a bunch of gummy bears? That's the did other they, thing, too. Did the yeah, dogs do like pick up on the scent, scent or like that's one thing i've always wondered about because they like when you do eat them you could taste it so i'm wondering if just the taste alone being prominent in there is enough to give off a scent to the dogs yeah taste and smell are totally can i guess they train yeah i'm sure they train the dogs but do they but do the dogs are they actually trained for that is that what they care about like that's a good question train the dogs for covid and terrorists like this is what about stds (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the well, yeah, gonorrhea dogs. You train your own dog for STDs. Come on, like that's on a that's on your own time. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> I don't want Noted. my tax money going to like <clears throat> dogs detecting STDs for people flying to other places. Like I do not give a shit. Not just for flying. It's just this is like Adam Carolla. This is an Adam Carolla well, bit. Like he. That was his idea. Yeah, no, I agree. It's possible. Cancer sniffing dogs, like gonorrhea sniffing dogs. But, nah, like, why do we need to out people with STDs on a massive public, on a public? Oh, no, don't have the dogs. Don't have the STD dogs at the airport. I mean, employ them where they're most needed. Okay. Like at a medical office. Medical office, orgy, uh, bar. Any, at your home, you know, I mean, you're, dating, you're dating a lot. So you should, maybe you should uh, get a dog and try a lot for is something. A relative protect, <laughs> well, you've got a good yourself. amount of dates. Sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, imagine how helpful that would be if your dog comes over and he starts acting especially weird around your date, and you already know if like the dog gives you the look. That like, is ah. true. But like, do I have to, are, okay. Are trained sniffy dogs good pets too or are they like so hyper trained that like they're annoying no the few dogs that i've been around that have been like properly trained are some of the most docile okay from what i remember i would I like guess. to have a dog under my command you know that's cool i don't know if yeah I would, but i want a I snuggly do the, the dog too. For that. but i want my dog to be snuggly like it's well trained like since if i have cancer they get the first sign of cancer let me know but snuggle with me in bed. Like I want book. Is that both possible? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I it have seems... to uh, disagree with you on the dog sleeping with you in the bed. That I never, I don't understand why people do that. It's like uh, if I, when I eventually get back to owning a pet, it's just like, love you, bro. But this is my spot. Fuck it's off. all I know. So I dog sat for two months when I first moved out here to LA mm-hmm. uh, for a big bulldog. And it's, they're just like, he'll sleep with you. And like, that's his thing. Like he sleeps with us in the bed. He's going to sleep with you in the bed. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, I've never had a dog. So that's all I know. And I like loved it, but it was a king bed. That was the other thing. Like it was a king bed. And I I didn't like my dog. My last dog would not fall asleep in bed with me, but I would wake up and he would be on my legs, which I actually kind of liked. Yeah. It's like, but I never fell asleep. I would never actually fall asleep with the dog in the bed. But when Same. I wake up, the dog would be in there on my legs. So like. this, so this dog 
had a hard time getting on the bed by itself. Yeah, eventually mine did. So I had to like, it was like every night it was like, oh, it's like an ordeal to like push, you know, 70 pound bulldog. But it was sweet. Like he like, I would wake up and he'd be like nestled next to me. And I was like, oh, that is kind of sweet. That is nice. It is really yeah. nice. Now I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Cheer up. I'm uh, fine. Cheer up and get excited. <gasps> okay. Pull it together here. <clears throat> anyway, so no yeah, tears. so Corolla Verse, 3,000 episodes. 3,000 episodes. The montage was so cute. It was awesome. I was, it made my heart like swell. And like, I was around for 2,000, but I was not around for 1,000 or the beginning or Love Line or Man Show. And Fucking I Fucking bandwagon fan. Oh, I know. <laughs> Janie come lately. <laughs> what? I don't know if I was around for a thousand episodes. I've been listening for a long time. He, like he didn't, yeah. uh, he didn't make a big deal about it. He was, just, I think someone might've mentioned it in passing, but he was just like, ah, oh, whatever business as usual. I think yeah. don't quote yeah. me. So but he appreciates the video montage for sure. I enjoyed it because of the photo at the end where it showed the family barbecue oh, from a couple of years I back. Know. Ace is a really great, I don't know how to say this, like um, success fits him well because he does appreciate the little things. Like he would never say like, hey, team, go make me a montage video of myself. But no. when it is created, I think he realizes how fortunate he, he is. Has and, good you know, pe- he gets yeah. pe- good people around him to do, do yeah. those things. And he kind of senses that. I remember I, I've, I haven't said this to him, obviously, but I've said it. I've said it to Lynette. In the few times I've met her and I'm like, you know what? I think he knows his whole, and I think he knows where he has holes and he's hired people to fill those holes, whether he admits yeah, it or fair. not. Yeah. Yeah. He's a smart, he's a smart businessman. He, he knows like, yeah, I mean, I think he's a lot, he just, a lot of, a lot of good can come from being very logical right? and very re- being results driven. So. I like to think that too. Yeah. Yes. But so, and yeah, like in the Corolla verse of so 3000 episodes, we've got a little something, something coming up next weekend. Yes, we do. All three of us. Oklahoma uh, City. OKC. We're going to be seeing Adam Corolla in Oklahoma City. Right. Have I don't any know of you- a lot of details. I know. I think it's a Friday and Saturday. Correct. Yes. Okay. Friday, Saturday shows. I think Friday we're going to the VIP. Awesome. Yeah. And then. Uh, us California people want to eat indoors, so that's on the agenda. I mean, according to Meg, <laughs> that might be difficult to pull off. Everything shuts well, down early over there. Early, but no, well, that's difficult for her making reservations free. So Megan is uh, one of Adam's employees that has been responsible for uh, his dinner reservations on his trips. Uh, so shout shout out to Megan. Hi, Megan. She's joining, hey, hey, hey. She's joining us next weekend. She's a uh, member of the Lady Lackeys. Yes. They have a, they have yes. A Check out podcast. that podcast. Yeah. For everyone who thinks Adam doesn't employ women, you have been proven wrong. Some of the most uh, w- uh, wildest ladies out there Ooh, working for yeah. him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Oklahoma City. We're going to eat indoors. This is on our agenda. It's like you're what you're looking forward to the most. It's like fuck the live show. I just want to go oh, eat somewhere. It's so weird. That is weird. That your priorities, 
you have to understand your priorities when you're under COVID. In people can uh, eat indoors down. here, but I don't think a lot of people are eating indoors here. Um, okay, interesting. When I was in Austin, I don't know. I was in hard. Austin and uh, Thanksgiving, and I definitely ate indoors there, like without weirdness. I'm not sure if there's a capacity limit. There probably, I don't know if there is or not, yeah. but I, I think it's kind of just, um, just there's a, there are enough people out there that are worried really? to, some, to some degree that it keeps they will, it not to they'll do carry out. We'll drive the good group. They just, they, but they, maybe there's but, something about going somewhere and sitting someplace in public for more than a couple minutes. They draw the line there, but I don't, I don't, I don't know that for sure because I don't uh, go out to eat myself, but. I drive, because... I drive by the places and none of them, you know, they're not, they're not busy. Yeah. They're not busy inside. Okay. Oh, that's well, it seemed adequate when I was in Austin, I was like, this is refreshing, but I'm also coming from, I was coming from California where everything was shut down. So it's, it's weird to hear all this shut down, like the school and all that, especially the school talk. Cause our kids here in Texas have been in school most, I, I guess everywhere in Texas, but at least in my area, it's a pretty large area. Like everybody's been in school since September. Like, a nor- like normal, normal people in person school in person since September. I think they started the first month of school uh, remotely and then everybody had a choice. And then after okay. another few months, they gave people a choice again. And I think most kids are doing in person. And um, I mean, I feel like it's been many, many months. And if the body bags were lining up, we'd know about it. Like I know CNN's got people and everybody's got people looking for like uh, some uh, sensational story of dead kids from COVID and they're just not happening. No. And not teachers either. Now it could be different in other areas because maybe in Texas, it's a lot, just a lot of new growth. So a lot of young teachers. So, I mean it may not be like Miss Crab Apple. Like most people can imagine like the teachers in my kid's school and like, they all, they all seem like, like 25, yeah. 30. Um, there's not a lot of old lady teachers here, but there are some, but so it's really weird to hear these continued arguments uh, in other States about school reopening. And <laughs> when so many States, their kids are back at school and they've been in school for months and they're not like, it's, it's nothing, obviously nothing bad is happening. Right. To the kids or the teachers that are back in school. Right. So it's just, it's All very right. strange to hear that. So, so yeah. We, so Corollaverse, 3000 episodes, we got mm-hmm. Oklahoma city coming up. I think we're going to get more into the Adam Corolla podcast, Facebook group too, and kind of try to try to see what uh, kind of controversies and hubbub is all about over there, but not this week. We're going to move on. Right. Because James There's news got, out there. James yes. got news. James All got right. some news. So my first, my first little news bit. Let's see. It's um, Bill Gates is you know come out and said it, he's kind of caused a little bit of an uproar that he says rich nations and is he's kind of in the energy business. He's trying to like you know conserve energy worldwide and whatever his ventures are, and he's saying that rich nations, quote unquote should be transitioning eventually towards 100% synthetic beef. So these, this is like meat developed in a lab, like DNA replicated in a lab and people are kind of, there's a natural. Uh, Hold on. So it's not plant-based. He's talking about no, he's beef not talking- being created right. like without the cows right. farting and all that stuff, but just 
growing. Right. Right. Dude, Doing that's where stem like stem cell replication hypothetically is supposed to be equivalent to real meat in terms of DNA and nutrients and all that. But, you know, they're probably going to have to put things like hormones, GMOs, and people are in an uproar. And Bill Gates is just sort of like, what, he went from this techie, Microsoft, billionaire, Mongol, mogul. They <laughs> <laughs> call him Mongol. Great choice Mongol, of son of a bitch. Like, and now he's looking. So, okay, is this like, is he kind of analogous to Richard Gere in the gerbil? Is this like the billionaire's version of <laughs> Richard Gere in the gerbil? Because Wait, are you telling like, me that they had to pump his stomach full of rotten beef? Or <laughs> what are you getting at here? So my point is Richard Gere, you know, at his, the height of everything, banging Cindy Crawford, where do you go sexually? You go to, you stick a gerbil up your ass for like something yeah. new. Bill Gates, richest man at the, in the world at one point, billionaire. What was he worth? $40 billion. Where do you go from there? You try to like insert yourself into like world domination. Could is be. this what he's doing? Like, this is the next, this is the only next step. Like, no one, there's no one out there to meet this. It, there's no one to compare yourself to, to like meet. So you have to create your own next step. When you have that much money, like, <laughs> you can make people believe in a lot of stuff. Uh, I, I have no idea. I'd probably have to, I'd have to read more about it. I don't think like some but, people think he's like the antichrist and I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't think that I just think he's like, doesn't know where to go next as a billionaire. I don't do know think much about using like, his resources to help mankind. I maybe. think he thinks he's in the right. I just don't know if this is, you know, the best, this is the most sound humane, uh, angle yeah the it's my problem just like richard gear and the gerbil like really oh wait, like is, is this and is it do you like sit back and like feel better about your like did this well, enhance your life or you, just, you can like, grow a cow you can grow a cow with no technology it sounds like to make synthetic beef you need a lot of technology that's the so, other thing. Like, it's expensive. Yeah. It sounds very expensive. And since it's uh, Bill Gates, how much? How much you want to bet that it's just like it's? He's just like let's throw money at this. Yeah, or how much of it is being underwritten by him in hopes that it'll pay off in the long run? See, I don't. I think that's the that's the part that's the maybe Jane's getting out. The weird part is that there's no more profit motivation for him, right? Uh, unless he's, he's just agreeing. crazy. Unless he's insane and he has a personal goal of being worth. Eight gazillion dollars. No, like, I don't think he does. There's I no think more profit that, that can make a difference in yeah. his life. Yeah. I think he's going to the next thing. Just like Richard Gere. He's like, I'm done banging hot women because I got Cindy Crawford. Well, I see Hold on. the Richard Gear part <laughs> is that there are steps. Like my next step, like okay, you get Cindy Crawford, you get a little bored. The next step is not gerbil in your anus. The next step is Cindy Crawford and her best friend. Hey, you stick a gerbil up their butts. And another, or or another, or like two Cindy Crawfords at the same time. Her and her daughter. <laughs> I got to know, I got to pose this question to you too. Do you <laughs> think, weird. her and her daughter. Do you think that Cindy Crawford was the one that put the idea in his head and he's like, you know what? Why not? And Definitely. she put the gerbil up his butt. I don't know. I can text her. I mean, text her. Mm. Bro, I didn't know you had her number. Uh, put me I in touch with to. her. She, uh. Never stopped. Yeah. 
never stop. Can't take a hint, you know. And now, uh, I don't know. I I doubt it. Yeah, there's a lot of steps between Cindy Crawford and Gerbil. That's a lot, true. Of, a lot of steps. A lot of there's steps. A lot, a lot of, of uh, yeah, like you're right. Yeah, Cindy Crawford and her other model friends coming over. Like that's another step before mm-hmm. Gerbil on a string. I wonder if that. Yeah, probably happened. It's probably true. Yeah. So. So yeah, yeah Bill Gates. I'm. I, I hope we have some more stories like this because. I didn't know anything about this this idea, but I've seen in the last few months uh, numerous posts, comments about Bill Gates being like the worst person in the world or like d- yeah. doing the most damage to the world in the last year. And it's probably hyperbole, but maybe there's some there's where there's smoke, there's fire, a little bit of fire, maybe. And like uh, hmm. he's getting carried away with some of these projects. I think carried away is a good way of putting it. Because it's like, because like, what do you do now? Like, he has to find the next step. I think him being the richest person in the world, like, of course, he has to keep going in some other realm. He has to conquer the next thing, and I worry that that's like exerting control. And I know, I don't know the details of him and his ventures and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Like, I, I'm not an expert on this. I'm just going off of instinct. And There's certain things I know, like just one thing I know of wine. where they were giving a ton of money to rural states, like say like Montana, right. Mm-hmm. To basically pay for all libraries in Montana or something like that to have high speed internet because of, you know, like 15 years ago, like it was pretty shitty, right. They had like, I don't know what they had, but that's a great thing because you're basically trying to create this huge pipeline of information for free for everybody, for humanity. Now you're getting into the, the venturing into like what we should be eating. Like, yeah, yeah not all right. That's I don't not know. a one size fits all. But then like if so, if an organization comes to him and says, we would like your funding because we have this idea, he can't just give the funding and then tell them to shut up. Like he's if he's funding them, he's not just funding their research. He's funding whatever marketing they're doing and whatever persuasion whatever whatever they're trying to do you know whatever they're Mm -hmm. trying to convince people of he's funding that as well um so it may not be all nefarious if he thinks it's a good idea and he just gives the money and the market then the marketplace kind of will decide whether people want to listen to that or not but then again the (laughs) if you have the most money you dominate the marketplace and you decide kind of what you can decide to some extent what information people get and, you know, but I'm kind of curious about this subject because it is a weird thing. Yeah. It is a weird thing mm-hmm. for one man to have that much power. I know what it is now. He's going to chip us, track us and see how much everyone in the fucking world eats. Oh, it, that that's part of the nefarious plan of whatever he has up his sleeve. Does he even it, so many people are already doing that on their own. Right. Right. So many people are already doing that through various apps on their phones. Their Maybe that's why that kind of shit, like clubs oh, they join. Yeah, yeah. And they have no idea that when they downloaded the app, that Apple's sharing that information with every fucking body, including so, Bill Gates. Everybody, like everybody. You, you know? should be able to tell from your ads too these days. Can you tell like what all the information they have just by the ads you get? You can, but that's yeah. kind of, that's, that's weird too, because I've, I've experienced that before and I'm like, thank you. I'm, 
I, I agree. Was, I was looking at that product the other day and I did not bookmark oh, it or save it. And uh, this, you're reminding you me see, about it. I you think you see this. <laughs> do you see this hoodie I'm wearing right now? Yeah. The zip up. The internet I, tricked you into buying uh, it. Oh, it, it showed me the ad and I had never heard of it before. I clicked on it five minutes later. I bought this hoodie for $50 and I was like, that's kind of slutty. It feels a little slutty. Did it live up to the hype? Oh, I wear it like all the time. Yes. I mean, in a lot of cases, that kind of thing works. Like having yeah. things cater to you. I don't want to see advertisements for, you know, it's, it does, yeah. it is a waste. So in Chicago, I discovered Bar Method, which is, you know, a workout uh, company, a franchise. And I got in, I like bought, you know, a Guilt City one month, you know, $99 special. And I kept going with it. I was like, oh my God, I love this. I'm so glad it recommended this to me. And then I ended up like becoming an instructor and like, I talk about it all the time and it got me in the best shape of my life. So I can't like, yes, these ads like cater really, really well. Like I, I'm very grateful that that happened. So it's a weird thing. Uh, there's a there's a line from a poem I always think of as progress is a comfortable disease because so many of these things are awesome, but they are also <laughs> really dangerous for humans. Like just we depend yeah. so much on technology that I, I'm glad. I guess in some way I'm glad when like a snowstorm hits like this, like it's a good, it's a really good thing because it reminds people like slow down, slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, when the power goes out and none of your shit, or you can't even do anything, like you can't, like you can't do anything. You can't feed your kids when the power goes out. Uh, that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. So, all right. So next story, we got this guy. So this is on your neck of the woods, Chris and Jaden. Mm-hmm. Although it's out in Houston, and I know Texas is a big state. So Jim Mattress Mac McIn Ing McIngbeal. Um, is opening his mattress stores in the Houston area to allow people to sleep in the store on the mattresses, just as you know, because everyone's uh, without power, left left without power, heat from the storms, which is very sweet. And apparently, he did this also during uh, the Hurricane Harvey a few years ago. Is that the one where Joel Osteen got in big trouble because he didn't want to, he didn't open up his mega church to people? Oh, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this guy's a better, a better Christian. Then. But it, oh. he's just a local business owner. Right. He's a local, he's a local business owner. He's very like, you know, trying to be good to the community. So it's very sweet. But I also like this article, like this is driving me nuts. Like it doesn't explain like, Okay, a thousand people came to the store for shelter, and more than wow, three hundred, and more than three hundred people spend the night. Like, how do you how do you determine which three hundred get to spend the night? Like, it doesn't first come first serve. How is this mattress? Like, how big is this place? Damn, I know, right? Also, where do people go to the bathroom? Like, did he get enough porta potties for this? I hope like, so. Where like there are just so many questions. Like they want to focus on the nice, and like I get that, but I just as a reader, I am like, yeah. If you're skeptical, you're like, maybe this didn't happen. How this manifests itself? Yeah. yeah, Who counted the thousand people? If there's anyone out there in the Houston area, 
that went and spent the night or knows someone who spent the night at this place, I want to know what happened. I want to know how this went down. There was a communal was chamber it, pot. Was this, you know, the Superdome in Katrina, Hurricane Katrina situation? And they just don't want to report on that. I'm just very curious. Yeah. Um, I'm not as curious, but yeah, it's something, something's <laughs> not right here. Uh, that's or a maybe lot there of was people. just like a like, giant pit. People. I'm not right. very good at counting crowds. So. Also, do you want to buy a mattress from this place now that like, well, that's the sad thing People is that everybody that stayed there in a few days, they're going to those 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 ingrateful bastards are going to order their mattresses online. You know what I mean? Like, that's what yeah. I'd like to so know. These are just like display mattresses. Yeah, I think they're the ones that are either floor models or they're just already wrapped up in whatever. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. They probably end up being donated anyway. Well, I hope he sells a lot of mattresses. I mean, that's good. Uh, you think he had any COVID protocols? That's the one thing I, that's probably. Oh, oh, damn. He's a kid. Well, now he's a killer. He went from <laughs> nice Christian to killer. He's a killer. Lock his ass up. Well, they did mm. state that like the matches were spaced well enough to maintain. Also, do you like <laughs> how many people per mattress? All right. Freeze I'm thinking to death since, or COVID. Freeze to death or COVID. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking there was probably 150 mattresses and there was two to a mattress. Yeah. Dude, that's a lot of mattresses in one store. That's like, I don't think, like, I don't. Does he provide to, I'm thinking, blankets? trying to think of a large. I'm Do you have to, think to of bring your blankets? I like, mean, there's so many should. logistics that have been left out. You should, right? right? And you should bring, right. you should like, bring your blankets. I need a firsthand account of this situation. We should call the owner and get the rundown. Does he tweet? Yeah, you're right. I should see if he tweets. Oh man, that would be an incredible guest to have him come on. And because you know, like the stories, yeah, like there's he looks no like way. A nice guy, like I don't think he's. I think he's a very well-intentioned guy. I just wonder if it spiraled out of control. He um, said it's it's a hundred. Okay, he says it's a a hundred thousand square foot turned shelter. Hundred thousand square feet. Big, that's huge. That's, that's a big is, space. Yeah, I've never seen a mattress store that big. Well, everything's bigger in Texas, so it makes sense. Aren't all mattress stores like perennially out of going out of like having a going out of business sale? Oh, for sure. Like, because like, mattress store, they're these are these are these people are suspect, right? There's nobody that runs a mattress store that's on no, the you're thinking rugs. Rugs yeah. are the suspect ones. Those Especially are the here in town underground drug. <laughs> like they're they're they like sell one drug a month okay well i mean if it's a national a drug selling business yeah i'm talking about like there's like national chains of mattress stores okay that are in every big like shopping center they're legitimate but there's a lot of like super mattresses are us kind of shitholes like that out there that are pretty sketchy Mm -hmm. and i don't know i don't know like there must be a huge i think that's the thing i think there's a huge markup in mattress sales huge Probably. huge yeah uh, anyway as much as i love talking about mattresses hold on before we move on i did a little digging of my own and apparently people brought their blankets with them so uh, they, yeah okay faith and humanity restored yeah 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 and then okay. the other cool thing is that uh the owner also paid for full uh for food and meals for the people that spent the night there so That's at least they sweet. also wouldn't go hungry yeah man it's really awesome. pretty nice Still a killer. <laughs> Still a killer, but uh, spreading that nice. fucking corona. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, there's some other 
you have another kind of like kind of a news story or like a new you have a news analysis for us, right? Yeah. Okay. Scientific. So yeah, CNN. You know, I don't really go deep into CNN at all, but I will go to skim the headlines. And I've noticed I decided to just do a random, randomly just decided go to CNN main page, do a search for Trump and do a search for Biden and see how it compares throughout the day. And Trump will outnumber, like the number of Trump strings outnumbers the number of Biden strings throughout the day. Is, is there, are you actually searching or doing and, like a, or like looking and just doing a count? No, I'm, I'm doing an actual search, like oh, control search. Okay. F, enter Trump. Oh, okay. It shows seven results. Now, granted, one of them was Ivanka Trump. And then, so you can knock that down to six. And then I go to Biden and I just do a search for Biden and it'll be three on the main page of CNN. Not only that, but Trump is in like the top headline. Like he's in the, the, you know, I don't even have to scroll down. Like the scroller is at the top to get to Biden. I have to go halfway down. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird time. Bizarre. right? Yeah. I mean, I can understand it to some degree because Trump <laughs> you know, he's still in like, he's just, yeah, he is what he and is. And, but they're, they're like holding on to, they're like holding on to Trump as much as they can. Cause like, that's what gets clicks. That's what it is. Yeah. It's just, ugh. all the news agencies. I mean, whether it's CNN or Fox, I mean, they're all like the most important people working there are the, are the, like the analysts, you know, the click analysts or whatever they would call them right. are the analytics people that are like, Hey, like there's a pattern here. If there's Trump in the headline or, and if it's something negative, like, you know, averages yeah. X amount of clicks. And if it's something about Biden and his green new deal announcement, like no one wants to read about, like no one's clicking on that. And that's what drives things. That's what drives yeah. their stories. I mean, they can, they can say, I mean, and again, CNN or Fox, whatever they can, you know, they can act like there's some kind of, um, you know, meeting of minds that, and there's like an intellectual decision about what they cover, but it's really no, all general. It's all money based. The yeah. Short game. They're in the short game. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So I do, I don't go to, I don't really read CNN. Uh, if I watch cable news, I will watch Fox, but I do watch it with like kind of a filter of like, I know like this is, yeah. this is, this is entertainment. <laughs> this is not really like, I think I was saying to you, like people, people that watch Fox a lot, they don't really, no one, they don't, neither channel changes anybody's minds. They just give their viewers ammunition for the next day of like what analogies to use and that kind of crap. But um, yeah, they're all, they're all the same. Uh, I will go, I will go like when I see a news story that maybe reflects poorly on a Democrat or something, I am always curious. I will go to CNN.com just to see if it made like the, the, the front page <laughs> of their website or if it got kind of pushed and then it's and it's always like yeah box has it front and center and cnn has it kind of off to the side and then it's vice versa if it's anything else so yeah such garbage that creates such garbage on both sides that kind of creates our uh political environment i don't know it's depressing i agree so, i don't know what to listen to that's why i just listen to adam i'm like i'll get my news stories from gina check yeah, I think like you were, I read a lot of news stories and there's always just rigorous. something missing. Like you, like you're, you were reading the, the mattress story and it's like, there's so many just missing pieces. Like, yes. Like you're, <laughs> yeah, there's, they're just is making the, a feel good story. They don't want to like, 
general population not curious? Like they're just like it might not be that they're not curious, maybe just that some don't have the time. There's also a weird thing with local news to where there isn't local news anymore. It's like okay. your local news is like some subsidiary of, you know, of probably you know, Time Warner or something and it's it's also like a clickbait model. Right. Yeah. So there's no real time being put into these things. And they're just like sharing these stories, like you're reading it on your local news site, but it's really being shared on like all kinds of other sites that are all owned by the same company. So it's, uh, you just, have, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, honestly, read history and see the patterns. I don't know. Yeah. My thing That's- is like get into things that aren't trendy, that don't feel trendy. Like that Life's ha- a trend. Like hold, like hold the test of time. Yeah, um, which is kind of hard to determine, I guess. But history really does repeat itself. In... Don't wear a muumu. <laughs> no, it didn't work out well for Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, oh my god, my my son is getting into the Simpsons, and we pick oh, and choose that's... episodes. Yeah, it is. Yes. Great. It that's really impressive. is. It Good. really is great. So we started that episode. The Homer gets <laughs> morbidly obese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking he's not ready that. for this. He's not ready for this yet because I'm gonna I have to explain <laughs> this shit to him. I'm gonna have to explain these jokes to him, and he's not ready. Every but once in a while, there's a. There, I'm sorry to cut you off, but every once in a while, there's a line from that episode, a specific line that Bart says to gross Lisa out, where he's envisioning himself as the overweight dude, and he's just like, "I wash myself with a rag on a stick." <laughs> I always love the whole like if you rub it on paper and you can see through the paper or whatever it was. Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> and it makes the paper see through, then it's okay to eat. Yeah. Oh, that was great. The Simpsons are great. And I'm hoping that, that that kind of like um kind of segues into some lessons about the absurdity of society and society's rules, because that's I think that's why the Simpsons are funny to me. Yeah. Totally. It's funny yeah. to think back. So when a Simpsons came out, I was in second grade and there was a rule at my elementary school. You couldn't wear Simpsons t-shirts. Wow. That's so fucking lame. Yeah. yeah. Every conversation, you know, like in the last year has been pretty crazy. You know, you got young kids. Like I've, well, I've got two girls that are starting to talk, but like my son is nine and uh, he's coming online as Adam would say. Right. As Adam Carolla would say, a sense of humor. So we've had a lot of conversations where he's had some big questions. And I swear to God, like every, every conversation in the last year just ends with me basically throwing my hands in the air and be like, son, adults are stupid. <laughs> it's, Nick, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like I'm telling you, I'm trying to explain why this is happening in the world. And it really all boils down to grownups are stupid. And Yeah. Has he thrown that in your face then? Is like so in not instance? not yet. Not okay. yet. I haven't I haven't really drilled that into him, but it's like I'm and I'm kind of half joking, but man, it, it really all does kind of come down to like come down to that. Right. And I hear him come home from school saying things like uh Biden won because he tells the truth and Trump's a liar, you know, like stuff like that. And, right. Which is like really innocuous and not a big deal at all. And it's like they hear a million things in the playground and then yeah, sometimes I'll sit them down and be like, uh, no, son, they're all liars. <laughs> they're all liars. I feel bad. Why do you feel like you're gonna turn them into some disenfranchised young adult the more it's you that speak? innocence? Like you're you're it's 
you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know, when you're when I was a kid and like, reading books and having your English teacher, your literature teacher, like talk about the loss of innocence in in novels, and they think I'm like, what the what are you talking about? But now as right. a dad, I'm like, ah, oh, I, I get it. Like you're just trying to keep them sheltered from reality for as long as you can. Yeah. But man, shit's just accelerating now, and the sooner I feel like the sooner he knows that you know so much of so much of it is just a sham the better mm. so you know since are you, so he doesn't just start playing a role in the sham just so are you in. champing at the bit to like finally like just let it all roll out and and just hip him to what's going on or are you like are you uh, just letting his curiosity dictate the pace at which i really try to let yeah that's a good question because i really try to let their their curiosity go i try not to like put my opinion like you know like try to draw the line between what i know and what i you know what is my opinion i try not to put that on him you know too much mm-hmm. um i heard in there's an interesting theory that if you've parented correctly you've sort of structured things so that your kids don't end up all the same like if you look at families with like multiple kids and they're all very similar that's a bad thing wrong Yes, but if you've allowed them, if you've given them the space to explore their yeah. own interests, that's a sign of healthy parenting. Like you yeah. haven't exerted your authority over them too much. So I think so there's a natural thing to reject whatever what your parents tell you. Like when you haven't, like I think mm-hmm. when you're young and you haven't figured it out yet, and someone's telling you how it is, there's a natural. For most people, I think there's probably, but you also, it's hard because you also want to provide some level of structure for your kids in terms of like morals and a worldview. Like you don't want to be a complete free for all. Yeah. So it's like a weird, it's a, it's a hard balance. Yeah. I don't think there's any rule to it. Yeah. Every, I guess every parent just has to have a feel for like the right balance. Yeah, I'm really, in, I'm very much into. I want him to come to these conclusions on his own with his own right. logic, and not right. I'm going to tell you how it is and why it is that way, and then you just go with it. I, I don't know. I mean, there's some things I do, but a lot of things I don't. And also, I'm very curious. Uh, I think I may use my children as a sociological experiment sometimes <laughs> because I'm curious, like, to see their reaction to new things. Right. Like my son has had some kind of, he said some things about when we watch, this year we watched a lot of NFL together. And if you watch the NFL on network television, you're seeing tons of commercials. There's nonstop Black Lives Matter stuff. There's nonstop, uh, just nonstop social messages. And I have seen him and I don't say anything, right? And I have seen him make comments like, okay, like at the beginning of the NFL, like, okay, I heard it. Okay. Mm-hmm. like just natural, like kid frustration. Like you've already told me that black lives matter. You've already told that's me a very like, pure reaction. Yeah. That's, that's stuff. Yeah, I'm not really... trying to impress you. He's just trying, yeah. he's just like speaking his mind. What about, I mean, there's also like, you know, his mother, I don't know if she's a factor at all in all this, but. I think we're pretty similar on that where that's good. I think we are. I think so. I'm probably a little bit more trust, probably more trusting in kids to like, just find their own way. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I like to see their reactions to things. Um, and like on the whole subject of, this is one of my favorite, my favorite things we're getting into that next, but with race, you know, it's like, it's curious to see like a little kid who has no idea, like doesn't know the history at all. Like kind of like see how they interact with other people and like culture. And like, it's interesting. 
So well, I, wanna, I don't really talk about it. I just want to see like just kind of how he acts. And that takes me to Adam, Adam Krola's story about Sonny and Adam. Oh, there was the, the Greek player. He kept saying like, Oh, and I don't remember the context of how it came up, but he kept referencing, Oh, there's a Greek basketball player. And he can remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And Adam was like, well, he's black. Right. And so he was like, no, he's just, he's Greek. He's Greek. And Adam's like black. Right. Like, and Sonny was like, his son, Sonny was kept honing down on like, he's Greek. Like his name was Greek. He was from Greece. And it turned out he was black, but Sonny only saw him as Greek. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to attempt to pronounce this dude's, well, the first name, Giannis, but the second name, Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck to say that. <laughs> you said it. That was perfect. No one knows. It's yeah. perfect. Spot on. It kind of looks like a member from an early 90s R&B group, non-threatening. <laughs> style type shit appearance like, like a color me bad lead singer kind of guy no more like boys to men type you know okay oh, yeah not 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 so much color me bad but you know okay which yeah. one i don't know any of those guys Justin yeah i mean <laughs> no jay-z there's a jake there's a jake in there somewhere maybe i don't know it's drake bro I did say Dr. Drake last week. I know. <laughs> I'm starting to think you just don't like Drake. Uh, that's what it, this is all leading me to believe. I don't know anything about Drake. He obviously crossed you because that was <laughs> no. That, that I think that was uh that was not me thinking that it was there was actually someone named Dr. Drake. I think I had a. I must have been thinking of another word that had a k sound in it or something like right. Because I'm aware that Dr. Dre and and Dr. Drake are two different people. Sure you are. All right. Cover your ground. Got it. Yep. Crystal White. No. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. Jane, so what? Yeah. Jane, uh -huh. you got you got you're the champion. So all right. Well, that brings us into the next and last segment. We're gonna talk about uh, something we might do this recurring, which is talk about our new favorite things, which I thought would be good. We've uh I don't know, Jaden's not here, but we've been gone for over a year or so since the, the the last uh, run of endless runners. So um, who wants to start? Who's got a favorite thing they want to tell you about? I got one, but it's super basic. It's an that's air, fine. That's I got to go with the air fryer. My biggest oh. discovery in the last year. I know. I know it's so basic and I'm drinking white wine and I'm blonde uh, yeah. and I live alone. Like it's the ultimate basic monster. Yeah, but you know, mm. it's it's so last I started the pandemic in a tiny apartment with no ventilation in Chicago and I was like I'm going to start eating like cooking my own food. I'm going to get a iron skillet and start like grilling up some steaks and I did that but it like filled my apartment with smoke and it's yeah, such that's a smoke. That's it's a mess. It was like yeah. it was a disaster. And even though I loved the char on it, but I I was like, I can't do this. So I had to get, I got an air fryer and it solved all my problems. Does it put a char on the outside? Like, do you get, it does a little, I do get, I do get a, a level of crisp, but not what you would get from a cast iron. Well, about, I, but, uh, I really like air fry, like the memes that make fun of people that have air fryers and talk about them all the time. I enjoy I those. Get these. 
I have not seen those. Seen, but like maybe, how people with air fryers think maybe, they're better than everybody. You know, and, Facebook knows not to shame me. Yeah, like you have. Like, oh, yeah, trust me. Facebook knows you have an air fryer for sure. <laughs> it yes. probably knows, like, don't show you. But it probably, if it's really smart, it knows I'm due for a new one because I put so much mileage on it. <laughs> I mean, I use I it like twice to a day. Yeah. It's so good. Like I just throw, like, I also change my, I, I pretty much eat 80% meat. I eat meat and eggs every meal. If I don't, it's because I went out with friends. Like that's the only reason. So I uh, like, I would like to have an air fryer. It sounds so good. It's It's, easy. it's a weird it sounds too good to be true. So part of me doesn't believe you that it works that well, but I, I, yeah, but I do I believe mean, you that it works that well. And, uh, it's, it's very efficient. Know. It works. It'll make, you know, when you go out for like a real barbecue, like Texas barbecue, you're going to appreciate it, but it's not like Texas barbecue is so much better that you're like, I can't handle just what I put in my air fryer. Well, in the last year, I've added a crock pot to my culinary skills. Well, Uh, you also have kids over, so you have to like cook for. Yeah, with multiple people, which is different too. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, the I like the crock pot. I I do like uh, country style ribs in the crock pot, just because it's it literally like is two minutes of preparation. They just wait six hours, right? Oh, good to go. So, I mean. That's fun. Air fryer. Yeah, I need to graduate to an air fryer eventually. Okay. That's my, that, and I got a wine stopper, you know, like with the vacuum to like, okay. Make your yeah. wine. So, cause I'm one person, I'm like, I don't want to open a wine bottle. If like, I can't drink a whole bottle in one night. So let's see having a wine. Stopper makes me most, <sighs> You're lying. I, I might be close now, but yeah. But this makes me more motivated to be like, I can just open this bottle, this nice bottle tonight. I can save it for, you know, in a few days. I don't feel pressure to like finish it. Why would? So I'm not gonna let you. I know you're. Okay, give it to me. You're finishing the bottle the next day. Not necessarily. Sometimes this gives you the freedom. Okay, this gives you the freedom to wait a couple days. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Yes. I don't always have the leeway to drink the next day like i'm like oh i don't i'm gonna give myself a break hmm. okay wine stopper i guess that would make sense yeah for one person totally yeah. air fryer wine stopper this is single girl life i'm all with you with the air fryer yeah yeah what about you manny other than not having not throwing up and not having horrible back pain <laughs> Uh, it, I'd have to take it back to what I originally brought up and uh, brag about my bed. Hold on, let me share the screen with y'all so you can see. Okay. Uh, you got a new bed. Yeah. What are we looking up at? Give me a second. Okay. Looked like you were looking up at the ceiling. Oh no, that's where you guys are at. But I, I'm looking okay. directly in the camera, and it's this bad boy that my homeboy. Kind of horrified. About what? Kind of horrified. It was under three hundred dollars, but that's okay. Oh, uh, well, it's originally 300, so it's okay. I saved some cash. Uh, this thing. That's my horrified part. <laughs> don't, don't be horrified. It's, 
it's good quality. I the first night I slept on this motherfucker, I it was like I just got home from the fucking hospital and just slept through the entire <laughs> night, which looks like a hospital happens, bed. Which rarely happens. I know it does look like a Did hospital it come bed. Come up like an IV drip stand. <sighs> no, that would have put me over four hundred, okay. unfortunately. Ah, uh, no yeah, problem. I got the base. Basic you make your model. own. I'll make you one. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. <laughs> So I love it because after I'm done being a lazy asshole, I just fucking fold this bad boy up, push it off to the side, and I have a lot more space to either fuck with some yoga or just walk around more because, like, much like our homegirl Meg, uh, I live in a small studio. So, you know, living that studio life, it's you got to make the most of what you have. Yeah, there's the only downside. And it's not really a downside because it's just like, ah, whatever, just learn to live with it is where the hell's my mouse pointer at? right here. These, you see these little wheels at the bottom the casters. Yeah. Yeah. When you, so you got to like unfold it one, one at a time. And when you're folding it back up, depending if you don't put it up against a wall, it'll start rolling away from you. <laughs> yeah. So I always make sure to put one end uh, against the wall. So it doesn't, cause that shit's fucking Can annoying. You, do they have like, wheel stoppers like do they have a way to like oh fuck you just reminded me it does have wheel locks i just never fucking engage them (laughs) yeah (laughs) those things that stick out from the wheels yeah smooth move mole man thank you jane (laughs) so helpful this podcast it's there i just forget you just reminded me i honestly forget to engage them so you know i'm a forgetful idiot like that So that's my new favorite thing. You're welcome. Thing. Yeah, Good for you, you, man. I, that's that's too bad that Jaden is uh, frozen and dead because he got a new bed this week too. I'm got a pretty, Murphy bed. Yeah, and I'm pretty jealous of his bed too because I wanted something uh, similar to that. I thought I would have been dope, but yeah, twin size is a lot more suitable for my arrangement. Murphy bed's cool too because then, like in the show, like TV shows, you can hide someone in there. You just close it up and you can hide someone in right. there. And, There's yeah. a lot of comedic value to yeah. True. All right, Chris, you. My new favorite. I got all kinds of new favorite things. Uh, but my, I'd say this week would be a new podcast I've been listening to called Hotep's Been Told You. And number one, it's, it's two black guys. They're funny. That's the number one thing is they're funny. And I just, uh, I've been kind of getting into their podcast, kind of their point of view. Uh, their guys are, they're kind of, they're definitely right leaning or conservative guys. Uh, again, they're funny. But they just have a lot of. I like. I like their social commentary. I like. How'd you find them? Yeah. What's that? How'd you find the show? I think just on Twitter. I think just on Twitter. I just started seeing these. uh, I don't know why, but just after you got blocked by Allison Rosen. No, this is a while back. Yeah. Because I saw those guys, these guys on Twitter, and I was like, "That's pretty funny, and it's pretty true." And you know, their their commentary is pretty biting on black and white people, really. Um, are there any topics discussed that you haven't heard discussed before, or is it everything we've already heard and just their brand, the spin put on it? They do cover like mainstream political news and they kind of talk about their point of view on things, which is, um, I don't know. I've always been into like the views, like, um, people that would like maybe surprise you. And it could be even kind of a, like a racist thing to, to start with where you look at someone you look at like whatever ethnicity they are and you make an assumption about their political leanings, right. Or what, like what they kind of think about that. 
And uh, so I've always liked folks like that. You make assumptions and you're wrong because it kind of teaches you something. But um, so they're black guys, but they're kind of conservative. They really they lambast, you know, Democrats and the black folks that vote 95 percent for Democrats all the time. They're pretty tough on conservatives, too, because they're mostly full of shit. Republicans are just as full of shit. They don't really care about anybody. And they kind of see everybody in America like middle class is it doesn't matter if you're black and white, you're all, we're all the same. Like <laughs> we're being, we're all being hosed or, yeah. you know, like we're really, we can try to like argue amongst ourselves about our different skin colors or whatever, but we're, we're all, all being, we're hosed. all being played. <laughs> we're, yeah. all, we're all the product basically. Um, and uh, I don't know. I like that. You know, so I like, uh, like um, I don't know, black conservatives or gay Republicans or something like that, or people that like surprise you with their point of view. Right. Uh, but at the same time, their point of view has a lot of merit. So that's been interesting, but they also talk about a lot of stuff like in black, the black community or black culture that I totally unaware of a lot of black Twitter talk that goes over your head. They do talk about black Twitter sometimes and like, but they kind of make fun of it. Cause it's, you know, they just kind of talk about, what's black Twitter Twitter doing this week? Like right. what's black Twitter done, like said about Biden or it's pretty funny. And they, they talk about some things that I have no idea what they're talking about, but I, I like that too, because it's, um, I don't know. I think that's good for us to, uh, I don't know, kind of be surprised and uh, have our ideas challenged and see where other people are coming from. I don't know. I guess I probably, if they were like completely opposite to me politically, maybe I wouldn't listen, but they're funny. And there's enough things I have in common or kind of believe the same thing that I'm willing to listen to other ideas that I don't really necessarily agree with, but you got to kind of have to know what other people are thinking. Right. Agreed. So, but that's been fun. Yeah. Hotep's been told you it's pretty, it's pretty damn entertaining. Give them a listen, but not before our show. Yeah. Listen to us first, Adam Carolla, Lady Lackeys, then you can give them a listen, but yeah, it's pretty funny. I think I actually I think that they are they would be really good with Adam because they're I think yeah it sounds like it their style is very similar like you know Adam like you know he'll well, pitch he'll talk shit Megan. about what's that pitch it to Megan next weekend okay yeah he'll talk shit to like uh, they've had like um, uh, Scott Adams on the Gilbert guy mm-hmm. that gets on pretty well with Adam they've had him on and had some long conversations about like Black Lives Matters and kind of like. Pretty, pretty great conversations to listen to. Very edifying. So I'd recommend it. And it's funny. I wouldn't listen to, I wouldn't listen to it if they weren't kind of funny. So, well, that's my favorite new thing. So I don't know. I guess we're probably, probably about ready to wrap it up. We've had another good show. Good really, really bummed that Jaden's not here with us, but he, uh, he lost his power today. Like we said earlier. So He's frozen spirit is here with us. So don't worry. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he's still alive. And uh, maybe he's at that mat. Oh, no, no, that's too far. Maybe <laughs> there's a mattress store near him. <laughs> it's kind of crazy when it gets so cold and you have no power. <laughs> like, really yeah. <laughs> like you can't create like there's you can't just create heat out of nothing. Like <laughs> something needs well, to be on fire. Well, yeah. yeah. Do you only have fireplaces? Do people know? I mean, I grew up in California. We had a fireplace in our living room. There was in my local Facebook group, some local proprietor that does like firewood, right? Firewood deliveries. Yeah. Right. Uh, he actually posted a, a, um, the transcript of a voicemail he got from some asshole who was going like left him a, 
just a, like a horrible, like threatening, like insulting voicemail because he was closed, you know, like two days ago when there was a blizzard, he couldn't go anywhere. Right. I, I shouldn't even say it was not a blizzard, but I don't even know what my point was, but yeah. It's such a the, weird entitlement. Yeah. People are crazy. People are crazy. Like this guy, and because he because he had a firewood business, he was uh You're obligated essential. obligated to have like a four hundred thousand dollar snow crawler machine that they would have in like Antarctica you know, <laughs> to deliver firewood. Like that's that's like he was obligated to have that on hand. Yeah, like, people no, are crazy. Sorry, it's Texas. People are crazy. Yeah, there's a weird once entitlement. Once in a century, thing. this is like once in a century storm for you guys something i don't even think it's that rare i don't oh really i don't think that's true okay that's just the media hyping shit up unnecessarily isn't it horrible like you can't like you can you you have no idea like unless you're like have access to the weather data yourself you have no idea like what people are telling you if it's bullshit or like what they're spinning yeah i don't know what to believe at this point in life yeah yeah i know that i there was an ice storm here like 10 years ago that was very similar that I, I don't know. I don't remember there being such a an uproar and everything being politicized. That's probably it. Yeah. Like someone has to lose their job over everything nowadays. Okay. I mean, that's what happens when you get rid of public executions, right? You got to see someone burn in another facet. Yeah. Uh, public executions and also uh, bullying. Those are the days. Yeah. Like that's. Yeah, bullying Sorry. solved a lot of problems. So wait, do you think if we bring back public executions, cancel culture will go the way of the dodo? No, cancel culture is the public execution. I know, but if you bring uh, back kinda. public executions, will culture uh will cancel culture die down? So I, I tell you what, like- there's a lot of people out there that would pay for $39.99 for like a pay-per-view of that my pillow guy being executed. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's so true. That's what I'd like to run an experiment where I actually put it out there and be like. Hey, good news, everybody. Uh, we're going to kill this guy at 10 p.m., 29.9, and see how many people fucking click on the link and try oh to my God. Put, you know, put their credit card in. It's the state of society. Yeah, it's bad. And then much like the people that go down to the free cockfight, you put those people on a fucking list. Oh, yeah. Those and eyes them. on them. Yep. People that and people that hashtag stuff. Just round them up. Round them up. Pour them. <laughs> what did hashtag do to you, Chris? I don't know. <laughs> Still not over it. <clears throat> well, I guess we'll wrap it up. All really, right. yeah, like I said, missing Jaden, but glad we got together. Glad we uh, the show must go on, as Jaden said. Yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week and probably live. So look out for some notifications. Uh, yeah, I don't know. it's going to be a very special We're episode a, next week. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's excited. right. Oh, I'm that's very right. excited to be, be honest person. with you. Yes. Be in person. That's right. No so, lag. If we do have an episode next week, it'll probably be at the end of the week, like Friday, Saturday, something like that. Yeah. So we'll make it a goal to go live then and really uh, figure all that stuff out. So, right. And I say we, I'm talking about you, Manny. Yeah, I'll get to that. <laughs> I know. I think we're close. We're close. And then we'll put yeah. the notice notice out. Uh, does anybody know all of our social, like all of our uh, handles and all that stuff? So on Twitter, it is Endless Ranters, Instagram, Endless Ranters Podcast, Facebook group page, the Endless Ranters Podcast. Feel free to chime in, bug the shit out of us, interact with other listeners. Yeah. And follow us. Please do. Yeah. Feedback is always welcome. Thanks, everybody, for watching last week and sharing your thoughts with us. So, Yeah, this is fun. I like doing the YouTube. Absolutely.
Yeah. So I guess we'll just wrap it up on that. We'll see you next week. This is Chris saying, get it on. Get it on, guys. Get it on. I'm done banging hot women.